So it did say that there wouldn't be a podcast if we lost to Arsenal. And initially I was going to stick to that because the last thing I want to be doing right now is reliving that game again. But Bill Shankly once said, if you're not prepared to do a podcast if we lose or draw, then don't be doing a podcast if we win. So I felt like I needed to just take it on the chin and crack on. Uh, Some of the other lads (laughs) obviously don't feel that way. Julian's licking his wounds and I don't think we'll hear from him for a, a week or two. Chris is somewhere over the Atlantic right now. He's flying over for the Man City game. Might want to have a word with the pilot and see if he can turn that plane around and go back because that's not a game that any of us are going to be looking forward to. Uh, Stu Monty has cried off Nabby Cater style with a little bit of a cough. And the rest of the lads are as conspicuous by their absence as the Reds trying to defend the counter-attack. So for this one, it's me, Dave Usher, editor at liverpoolway.co.uk and Ian Brown. Okay, Brownie, so it's just me and you. Um, what's your overriding emotion after that? Gutted, to be honest. Like, mm. am I surprised? No, I expected it. Like, going into this game and also next week as well, um, I've been saying to everyone, like, I think we're going to get beaten both games, which, to be honest with you, for the last five years, I mean, I'm, I'm more along the lines of Jules, you know, natural sports pessimist, but... I can't remember a game in the last five years where I've thought going into it we're going to lose and then suddenly out of nowhere I'm thinking two weeks in a row we're going to lose. Um, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Um, what I was saying on the group chat today that it feels like we've gone back to where we were under clock before we signed Virgil and Alisson. Now I'm not pointing any fingers at Alisson here because I don't think he's doing anything wrong at the no. moment to be honest. If anything he's keeping us in games. But my general point on that is before we signed him and Virgil, it felt like the way that we played needed certain players for it to work. And I remember we had loads of debates and arguments about, oh, we might need to change the structure, blah, blah, blah. And we literally solved it overnight by signing two players. We went from being this brave team who were a bit naive and couldn't manage games and conceded loads of goals to just literally strangling opponents and they couldn't get out the half. Fabinho as well. Yeah, Fabinho, yeah, he could add him in as well. Uh, But now it feels like we've gone back four or five years, back to that point, but those players that we signed, who who have clearly been a massive reason for why we solved that problem, are actually in the team now and we've got that problem again. So is it a personnel thing? Do we need to refresh that personnel? I don't don't know. I feel a little bit in a daze about it all. I feel a little bit confused about how, how we solve it. Yeah. Um, we've changed the shape, haven't we, last week? And I liked it, but, I mean, it was Rangers. Every single time we said anything positive, like when I listened to you on the pod, you, yeah. you followed it up with, but it was Rangers, and quite rightly so, because we had staying a test to come, and today was a big test. And I don't know if it's a shape thing that's been the problem today. It's just been a continuation of all the problems that we've had since the start of the season. And... I don't like the fact that I don't know how we solve it from here. I haven't got, not got a clue. I feel like I'm just in a daze about what's going on here. What do you do? I ain't got a clue, but it, there's yeah. massive problems. Yeah, I feel the same. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting us to lose today. I thought we'd win today. And there was things in the game that I've seen, which that I'm, it's like, well, that's why I thought we'd win. I don't think Arsenal were particularly good today. I thought they were vulnerable. Uh, we exposed them a few times, but you just can't do what we did. You just there's so many things. Like I mean, we may as well just start at the beginning. That conceding a goal inside a minute is unforgivable. It's it's like you just cannot condone that at all. And uh, there's there's different reasons for it. I mean, 
I think if um, if Paul or Stuart being on with us, they probably have a, a, a different viewpoint on this. But my take on that is, what's wrong with just going to like a tough away game and saying, all right, you know how we want to play, we, and we will do, but for 10, 15 minutes... Let's just like sit in a little bit. Fullbacks, don't go charging forward. Midfield, you know, make sure you, you you cover all the spaces. Let's not give them anything early on, and then we'll we'll do what we do. We'll play our game. I don't see anything wrong in doing that. And I think remember he's so bad that like I struggle to to pinpoint which game it was. But I think it might have been Napoli away, and I made that same point. It's like. Why would you not just go there and and just keep it tight for ten or fifteen minutes? I'm not saying like park the bus or anything but don't do what we did today i mean fucking hell we've gone into that game today and it's it's almost like an arrogance like we've gone in um they're top of the league they're in much better form than we are we've been struggling and we've gone there and thought we'd just go and do what we always do and it reminds me in some ways of like last year when we played arsenal and i took the piss out of arsenal something fucking rotten for the way they come to Anfield and insisted on passing it round in their own six-yard box, and they yeah. couldn't get off their own half. And I was laughing at them. I was going, you know, you've got to adapt. You can't just say this is what we want to do, so we're just going to do it, whether it works or not. And it's a different thing. It's not like we're passing it round in our six-yard box. But the, the the point stands is like we did what Arsenal wanted us to do there. They wanted to counter attack. They wanted to push up, try to win the ball, and hit us quick. And whenever they did that, they looked dangerous. When they weren't able to do that, we dominated the game, but we just kept giving them like stupid chances to break on us. And to do that after a minute of a game where the one thing you can't be doing is giving them something to get the tails up. They're already fancying themselves because they're playing well in the top of the league. Well, they were up until before this game. Now they're back top of the league because thanks to us and our fucking shitty defending. I mean, You'd think we were top of the league, though, the way we turned that, up. That's the point that's you're making, isn't it? Yeah, we turned exactly up dick swinging about, like, exactly. oh, we're Liverpool, we'll do this. and like, They're just not reading the room, are they? No. Like, this is a different season, I'm afraid. Like You can't look back on what we did last year and the year before, etc. You can't. You've got to look at what's happening right now. Are we... Are we effective playing that way at the moment? We conceded three goals at home against fucking Brighton last week. Yeah, you know, playing. You know, you, you you've got to you, context is important, and I've argued for a long time. And you know, I, I'll hold my hands up. I might have been wrong, saying, "Oh, you need a plan B and everything, and don't keep doing plan A and try to do it better and all that." But my argument now would be that when we're in this kind of situation, we have nothing to fall back on. We just keep doing the same stuff over and over again and we keep getting punched in the face. Yeah. And it's like, when are you going to do... Yeah, OK, he's changed the shape, which he clearly knows is a problem, otherwise he's not going to be changing the shape, is he? But I don't think it's just a shape thing. I'm no, starting to, to, to... There's far deeper worries about about the personnel. I, I don't even know what part of the team it is, though. It's like it's every every department it is, isn't it? It's not like you can say, ah, oh, the midfield aren't doing the job. There's loads of talk about the midfield and it's a problem, but the back four is shit. Mm. And... The front lads aren't doing what they should be doing. I mean, less so, to be honest. He didn't flash we'll, get to, we'll, get, yeah. we'll get to Mo in a bit, though, because, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, he's massively worrying me. And, like, I don't know, should we yeah. jump straight in at Mo there? Like, it might seem a little bit harsh, uh, or do well, you want to go through the goals? While we're on know. the subject, you might as well. I mean, I, I've I never just, seen him as quiet as that today. But he looks like he's not arsed, and I'm sure he is. Like, he's a world-class player. He's... You know, he's a phenomenon when it comes to his physique and everything, and he's got a great mentality, all the things that we know about. But let's be totally honest for the second here. If 
if this was one of our rivals who had one of the best players in the world, who was pining and pushing and pushing to get a new contract, and then he signed it and then he dropped off a cliff, we'd be taking the fucking piss right now. Yeah. Uh, he's got his contract and his form's dropped off a cliff. We'd all be pointing and laughing at it, wouldn't we? And, uh, you know, it might not be that. Yeah, exactly. It might <laughs> no. not be that. And I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to like I, I say it is that, that, but it looks like that, doesn't it? it from does, the outside, yeah. like, it's, it's it not looks that. like it that. It isn't, but it does look like that. I agree. And yeah. you know his, his form over the course of the season. I mean, he wasn't scoring early on, but I thought he was. He, he was still looking all right. He wasn't playing badly. He wasn't at his best, but he wasn't bad. It's just as it's going on, he's becoming like less and less of a factor in games. And that today was. I mean, yeah, okay. So he's playing wide in a four-four-two. Well, so was Diaz. So was Jota when he replaced Diaz. They still Diaz managed to do boss, something. You know, they they were still involved, and like you know, Mo was just. I mean, I'm assuming that they, they put like the um, that, uh, Tommy Yasu or whatever his name is, they, they put him on the left because he's right-footed and they put him there specifically to do a job on Mo because Tierney was on the bench. I don't know where Zinchenko was, but um, I'm assuming that that was the reason for doing that. Was And it worked because Mo did absolutely fuck all today. The only thing I can remember him doing is like having that like ridiculous shot where he had no business shooting at all. And he, but he did brilliantly. He cuts inside two players and then he shoots. I'm like, you're never going to score from that situation. And Jota was like in, in space a few yards away. All he's got to do is just roll it to Jota, but he tries that shot. And I worry that that's going to start happening more and more as he becomes a bit desperate. You know, like if, if he's not having an impact and, and he's not, yeah. not scoring the goals he wants to score, is he going to start trying to force it like that because he doesn't know when his next chance is going to come? Um, it is, it's a big worry that, you know, our so-called best player gets his big new contract and he's given us very little this season. Now, th- there's probably like a lot of, uh, a lot of reasons for that which aren't solely down to Mo himself, but you know we don't know there's loads of loads of possible explanations for it but whatever the reason it's not being good and it's been it's getting worse and it's to concern because yeah. that today i've never seen him as quiet as that he's had games where he's he's been pretty bad things haven't gone for him but he's always like involved today i just it's felt not like just was... the fact it's not just that for me though it's also that he's predictable now like very, yeah. He, he he cuts inside and he does that little curling shot that goes five yards over the bar. He just rinse mm. and repeat. That's what he's doing at the moment. Like, and it's not what he used to do. He used to, you know, he's capable of going on the outside sometimes, and sometimes you drop his shoulder, you come in, and he'd lay the ball off. He's literally like, as you're alluding to there. I think he's getting a little bit searching for the goal, isn't he? So yeah. he's thinking, I'll drop my shoulder, I'll come inside, and I'll try and bend one top corner. But he's doing it over and over again, and it's not working. But he keeps trying to do it. The longer it goes, he's gonna he's gonna keep trying to force it'll it. It'll get worse. Yeah, mm. yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I mean, slugging him today, I, I don't think there was. I, I think agreed it was an with obvious, it completely. Yeah, I think it was yeah. an obvious change to me. No, it's not ideal when when you're putting Hendo right midfield. It feels like we've just gone back in time, like ten years. Uh, when he's playing on the right and, <laughs> know, and, we're yeah. also, and he's not a right midfielder I was looking for Stuart Downing on the oh, left yeah, what's so going on it, it's, it's never good when when like when you see that but we didn't really have a, a great deal of alternative but uh, you know taking Mo off was it was understandable you could argue that maybe you could have just changed his position and moved him through the middle but then why would you do that when you've already brought on Bobby you're not going to take Bobby off and Darwin was, was our best I player I didn't want to take time, Darwin so off I thought Darwin did well like I'd he was a threat wasn't he but he got livid not if, in if we'd have subbed him I'd have been livid if we'd have subbed Darwin because yeah I agree and you know I, 
I tell you what pissed me off today as well. The amount of times when he's making a run in behind and we didn't pick him out. The that most one on glaring Jota. one was Jota. Second half. That oh was my fuck, god. That was scandalous. Scandalous. Yeah. It's it like was. such an easy ball, and if he plays that ball in because the, the angle that Darwin's going to be running from because he's so quick, he's going to if the if the ball's right, if the ball's played on the inside and he's running diagonally he's onto it, he's, he's in on goal and they're not catching him because he's so quick. Yeah. And yeah. he tries to play like a, a left-footed 40-yard ball across the pitch while he's on the run. And what are you even doing? What are you, it, yeah. it was, so, But it's not just that. There's like some of the decision-making throughout the game was just baffling to me and, and you know, just overcomplicating things. I mean, it's not that he couldn't see that. He's seen it. It was an obvious ball. Same thing happened in the first half when Diaz should have played him in and he didn't. And Darwin's making the run. But if you don't play the ball, then he's going to run offside, and then he's got to yeah. check his run. It it's looks all about bad. Timing, isn't then it, it looks like to, you've oh, got to do it at the right time. Look like, at him running offside. Well, he, if you're playing yeah. the pass when he's onside, then he's through. Because he was I thought his great movement was today. really good, it and it was. was the same in the week as well. Like the the, you know, the big thing you took out of midweek, and obviously it's it's a tougher test today. It's bigger opposition, but again, he took it into today. I thought his movement was really good. Yeah. And the one thing with this this change in shape, I don't think the four three three suits him, but the four-two-three-one does suit him because he's got runners either side. He's got somebody in behind who can pick a pass. You know, depending on who you play there. Yeah. I, I do think it suits him. I think we'll see the best of him on that. But whether it's going to suit other players, like we just spoke about now, haven't we? That's yeah. it. Like it's almost like you give with one hand and you take with the other kind of thing. So. Uh, I still ah. think he can he can flourish in a four three three though because I don't think I don't think it suits him. I don't think it's don't that think different it though. The only real difference is instead of having like two midfielders and Jota or or Bobby, it's the gaps behind, for me. Yeah, gaps. I mean, I, I just think that's you know a little bit of tweak, tweak here and there, a little bit of tinkering and, and just work on the training pitch. I, I don't see any reason why he can't play in that. But he does look he does look good at the moment. The last couple of games he's been lively. He has bodies around him, doesn't he? In, in that shape, he's got like. I, I don't know, it, it's hard to say, like, because I was in the cop for the Rangers game and just instantly you thought, no, that suits him that, because he's yeah. got all these different options behind him, we can play different kind of passes in. And as I say, like, he came alive because his movement was really good and again, he's done it today, it was a good finish with his goal. It was. He's had a good effort before that as well, just making that little run down the, the channels, getting a shot in. Um He's like the only real positive for me from today. I'm not saying he's he's the yeah. only one who played well. I thought there was a few others who were okay, uh, but that's the one positive to take is that he's got a goal which will hopefully stop people talking about him now. Uh, relieves a bit of pressure, um, but just as all round game, he looked he looked confident today. You know, he didn't look nervy the way he has in other games. No, he looked a bit more settled. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, just as he had a little bit of swagger about him. I thought um, yeah. it was a big positive, but. Um, We've wasted it, really. You know, this could have been a game where he's the hero, and we've we've just wasted it by like just appalling defending. Um, so yeah, like, so did we give away the stupid goal early on. It was like bad defending, like they just sliced through us uh, too far up the pitch at such an early stage of the game. You know, Costas is pushed up because that's how we play. But I just think if, if Costas is told, look, just rein it in a little bit first 10, 15 minutes, let's just be a bit more cagey, then that space isn't there for Saka. And, you know, I just feel like we're, we're too easy to play against. It goes back to what we were saying before about we've gone in there as though, like, we're the team that's, you know, at top of the league at the moment. Exactly. Um, didn't like that at all. We've done well to, to, to come back into it, though. I thought, like, from about 10 minutes on, 
I thought we were we, we started to settle. We were the better team. We had them penned back. We were creating some chances. We get the equaliser and dominated the first half. And then out of nowhere, again, unforgivable. Like to concede a goal from our set piece right on half time. Like at, when it, this isn't hindsight. When I seen Virgil and Joel going up for that, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Now, if that free kick had been like another 20 yards up the pitch, no problem with that whatsoever because you're putting a ball into a dangerous area. But we were putting it in from like such a deep position. The only thing you're going to do there is hit that long diagonal ball to the back post and hope that a flick comes in and you get on the end of it. But it's too risky because if you if you lose the header or if you knock it back and it goes to one of their players... Yeah, second ball. Yeah. Why, and, and especially because that's the thing that Arsenal are good at. It's like if you're playing Tottenham, you wouldn't do it against Tottenham either because they're waiting for that. That's what they want to do. They want to counter-attack because they've got pacey forwards, and you know, skillful players who can hit you on the break. And we've just played right into their hands. Now, Klopp said afterwards... When he seen the centre half going up for that, he was like, "Oh, what are we doing? I don't like this." Now you can argue that maybe he should be shouting at them to get back, but I understand his position there because if he's if they've gone forward, he's not really going to want to say, "No, no, no, get back." Yeah, he's he's thinking, "Oh, I wish you hadn't have done that," but now that you have, we're committed to it, so you know, let let's see how it plays out. So it's a lot about the mindset, I guess, as well. That as you said before, we started to take control of the game. And maybe they're feeling a bit more confident and they're thinking, yeah, let's it, make a goal. It's game and that's a good thing in a sense. But now I, now I agree with you 100%. I'm almost trying to be devil's advocate and say, yeah. that's probably why they're thinking that way. But, but I remember again, like, it's a bit deja vu again. Remember a few years ago when we used to do stupid things and can see goals out of nowhere and you had yeah. like Milner coming out after games saying, we just need to be a bit more clever about how we manage games. Mm. And it, I, I go back to my point from earlier, like what solved that was a personnel thing. But it feels like we've got the same problem again now. But we have the personnel, so what? How do you how do you fix that? Yeah. I, I haven't got a clue. Like I, I was the same. I didn't think the same as you when I saw them going forward. But as soon as it dropped out and then it was three v three, I knew we were going to concede. And that is not oh, yeah. a good place to no, be. I, I knew yeah. when I saw the three v three. No same. matter who was there, I knew we were going to concede. And that's a really bad place to be as a football. If you're concerned, what's going to happen? When you've got never wasn't even an overload, it was just a three v three, and you're worried that you're going to concede a goal. That's a really bad place to be. Yeah, and the way the goal went as well. I mean, what the fuck was Trent doing? No I mean, idea. Oh, uh, I think I've, I've defended Trent quite a lot this season, and I think a lot of the like the criticism he's had has been over the top, and I think the talk about his defending's been exaggerated at times. But um, that's a, that I, I just. Whatever criticism comes his way after that that particular bit of defending is justified. Um, it was just kind of like schoolboy stuff. I mean, Hendo's trying to show him on the outside. Now, yeah, you can maybe argue that Hendo's being beaten and Martinelli's got the run on him and, and he, he's beaten, but he's still forcing him wide. And as soon as Trent comes across and does that, and Martinelli cuts inside and it's, it's game over. It's like, what the fuck? It and, is stupid, and, and Trent, like... no way. It's like, a meme will get made of that, you know. That that video is just going to go viral now, but you know, like, because everyone, like, rival fans are always jumping all over anything that that Trent does. Probably to be fair, similar to like the way we are with Harry Maguire, and that way you, you yeah, just pick out bits that. and go, Look at the state of that. Well, anyone who's like who, who wants to take the piss out of Trent, well, he, he, that's that's an open invitation because he's just 
<laughs> it made no sense as well. No, because I, when you think about Hendo was trying to delay him, that's what you do when yeah. it's a three v three or an overload. You don't charge Sends at the wide, play. You don't hold them up. Yeah. Keep them out wide, delay them, and you're letting people behind you get back in. But you're also then whoever's behind you is keeping the centre solid. And he just vacated the centre yeah. and just went right. It's just bizarre. I know. He like just was like, I don't care what you're doing. I'm going to come and do your job. And then he just skips inside into loads of space. Now it didn't actually directly cause the goal, did it? Because I don't know what happened back post. I'd need to watch it back and see. Because the reason that Hendo is slowing everything down is so that people behind him can get back in. Yeah. So that if he does then come inside and play the ball across, you've got numbers back. So I don't know who was meant to be at the back post. He didn't get but back. It, but, but it made no sense, though. What, what trend? I don't think it actually impacted the goal. But when you watch it, it was just retarded. It made no sense whatsoever. Well, it just made no sense whatsoever. It does impact the goal, because if, if Martinelli can't cut back inside and he's forced wide then the chance doesn't come, does it? But He could have cut back inside and still played that ball and Trent didn't block it, is the point, mm. you know what I mean? Just him being there wouldn't have stopped that ball going across necessarily. But it, it made no sense that he was good. Because if Martinelli was left-footed, you could almost think, well, maybe he's worried about Kendo getting done on the outside because yeah. that's a strong foot, so he wants to block the cross. But he's not, he's right-footed. If anything, he's going to come inside. So Hendo sending him outside is right so that he'll want to cut inside and then Trent just nicks the ball off him. That's the point. Yeah. But he just totally just ran out of the space. It, was, it, was, it, just, it makes was just no like sense. watching under 10s footy or something. It, it was, was just yeah. really bad. Um, and again, it, I just it's the timing of it. You know, you've just got to be cleverer than that. I mean, yeah, we should defend it better. The, the, the counter-attack, Thiago loses out the challenge and then after that it's game over isn't it so yeah we've got to defend it better but there's no need to be in that situation if we're just a bit smarter and again it's like the first goal we didn't need to be in that situation we're putting ourselves in the, these these precarious situations where we're not particularly good at dealing with those anymore so you want to limit yeah. the amount of times you get exposed like that and we're not we're, we're, we're taking unnecessary risks which is causing that and it just comes down to just people- game management yeah, I, I know that people would say, you've alluded to like Stu and Paul and they would probably say, listen, we're playing the same way we've played for five, six years. It's won every trophy that it is going, so you can't just flick a switch. And I do have some sympathy with that for you. I get it. And also the games are coming thick and fast, so it's not as if you can suddenly turn around and go, right, we're just going to reinvent how we play. I, I understand that. I'm not that. asking for that, though. But you've got to do something. You've got to do something a little bit different. You've and I think smart. that. I think these players and I think these like coaching staff and the manager they're clever enough to be able to tweak something. We're not asking for like dramatic changes, are we? We're just saying be a little bit more pragmatic in certain moments, isn't yeah. it? It's not like, I'm not saying it's change like the a style. minute before half time, you know, exactly. that, that's the point. First and in the first minutes. minute of the game. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. It's, to me that's not a massive thing. Now, yeah, it is different to what we normally do, but it's not asking a lot just to we say, listen, different. we're gonna slightly do this. What, yeah, what we normally do is not working. We've got 10 fucking points. What we're doing is not working. So y- y- everything's on the table now. Whatever changes you want to think about, it, it should all yeah. be on the table where y- you've got to say, okay, look, this isn't just the case of do what we do and it'll come good. No, it's gone beyond that. It's two months of it now. It's not just a case of like just stick with what we're doing and eventually, you know, form as temporary, class as permanent. No, there's more no. to it than that. I, I think okay. like it's blatantly obvious now that there is more to it than that. And and Klopp himself knows that because 
he's more or less he's he's been saying that the last couple of weeks about like yeah we need to make we changes need to become more unpredictable, unpredictable again and change yeah, the yeah, way he we knows. defend. He knows stupid, he? he knows that it's not like okay this my is a blip. Is the personnel. My concern is not Klopp. I'll tell you that right now. No, same. Mine, mine, mine is the personnel. Like, do we have the personnel to be able to do what he wants to do to change it? I can't believe I'm saying that. And these are the players mm. who have brought us so much joy. And I don't want to be sitting here, like, you know, pointing fingers at them and go, I'm not going to call them because. No, I'm just this, this sad. Is what I'm happens, not, I'm not angry. This is I'm what happens. Sad. This is what happens. Like, teams, you know, the sell by date comes in, doesn't yeah. it? Like, I remember when I was a kid watching the official history video. Um, and I remember this particular moment under Bill Shankly when we got beat in the cup by like Worcester or something stupid like that. It was and Watford, ripped, I think. Was it Watford? Yes. Like this diving header video, I remember. And and he ripped up the whole team after yeah. that game, didn't he? And yeah. it feels to me, I don't want to jump the gun a bit, but it feels like we might be getting to that point where we have to think now. And to, to be fair to them, like the recruitment team and that, it's not like they haven't been trying to address it. I mean, look at Jota coming in. Look at Diaz coming in. They are addressing certain points, but it might be that they've been thinking from three and they've not been thinking back forward and midfield. Mm. That, 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 to me, is the concern. Because if you think about the changes and the young players coming in, I know you've got Canate and he was there today, but he's been missing quite a lot this season. It's been more top end of the pitch, hasn't it? But we're yeah. conceding loads of goals. I think it needs to be the other end of the pitch that we're thinking about You know, any changes that come. Yeah. I mean, someone made a point on the forum. I just read it there. Can't remember who it was, so apologies if you're listening. Um, and the point that they made was it. This reminds them of when Kenny's team just sort of fell off a cliff. You know. Yeah. We went from like being amazing, and then all of a sudden, it, we just went, and it was obvious. Okay, look, this needs rebuilding now. That was an age thing, wasn't it? Like yeah. literally an age thing, I think. With yeah, certain players. Uh, well, you could argue that it maybe is to some extent now as well. You know, because a lot of players are around a thirty mark, but it's it's the mileage on the clock. It's not just how old they are. It's the intensity that we've been playing with, and yeah, you know, maybe they should have seen this coming. They've got all access to all like the sports science stuff and all that, which which we as fans don't. You know, we're just thinking, well, he's 30, he was playing really well last season. Uh, he's still got a few years left in him. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe these some of these players haven't got a few years left in them because, it's as I say, it's the mileage rather than the actual age. Yeah. Might um, be, it might be the opposite to what we were saying, whereby the general theme as football like goes on is that you can play longer, yeah. but not every team plays with the intensity that we do. Yeah. So it's almost like we're playing by the old rules where when you hit 30... That is when you start to decline. We're thinking, no, oh, no, we can go on till he's 35. But playing the way we play, yeah. the way Klopp plays, you can't go till you're 35. It might be the case that when you hit 30, you've got to start replacing them. And and this might be bollocks. We might be totally wrong. You know, yeah. we, we, all we can do is just speculate on it. But I do think that, you know, the numbers are way down on like sprints and distance cover, all of yeah. that. It is way down right across the team. Um, I don't know the last few weeks if it is, but prior to that, it definitely was... So unless something has changed over the last few weeks, and I've not seen that like with with my own eyes, I don't think we've suddenly rediscovered our intensity. Um, there's no press anymore, you know. So that that points to the fact there's not as much energy, not as much legs in the team. Is there another reason for it? I only ask because I was open Paul would be on so that we could talk about um, the intensity element and yeah, like well, the legs and everything. 
call because, like, like the rest am of I them. missing just, something? Like he's he's just conspicuous by his absence. <laughs> it's, it's like watching us defend the counter attack. You're like, where the I fuck know, is yeah. everyone? Yeah. <laughs> no, because I'm like genuinely thinking, am I missing something here? Because if it is true that like it, it makes sense that our legs are not there, then why why were we all predicting we're going to win the league at the start of the season? Do you mm. know what I mean? Like well, that makes weird. no sense. I wasn't <laughs> like know. because I'm a I'm a miserable cunt. Yeah. That's a different thing, but. Like, I don't get it. Like, have we been affected um, more so than any other team? Because I, I don't like it when somebody turns around and goes, ah, no, that this is happening because of that. It feels like an excuse to me when, if the, if like COVID, the COVID season was clear, we had so many injuries that yeah. yeah, we can turn around and go, we were massively more affected than anybody else, hundred percent. Lack of a crowd as well. I would get behind that and say hundred yeah. percent. But I don't see anything that tells me that we would be more adversely affected than any other team. It's the same for everybody, isn't it? Only, or am I missing something? I don't know. Only the amount of games that we played last year and uh, you know the toll that that took. We were, and it, not just the amount of games, but every game meant something. So it's like we, we, the last two, three months of the season, it was almost like every game was a cup final. The stakes were just so high in every game we played. Now, if we'd have been like 15 points behind How many more games, City, though, will we have played than, team, the, it's not than so teams much, that played in the Europa League, for yeah, instance? I know what you're going to say games, it's about it's, it's the, what it it's means. the stake at it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That's fair, yeah. Because I it is. It's, like, it's the emotional toll on us where every single yeah. game meant something. Whereas, like, you know, so a team that gets to the Europa League final, I mean, I don't even know who did get to the Europa League final. Did that, any English teams get there? No, it was Rangers. Um, oh, it was Rangers, yeah. Frankfurt, uh, West Ham got to the semis. So, yeah, West Ham get to the semis, but West Ham didn't get to the FA Cup final. They didn't get to the League Cup final. They, uh, they had league games where... They actually haven't started the season very well, have they? No, to be they haven't. Well, yeah, that, so that that's another interesting yeah. point, yeah. But they didn't have league games where, you know, it was like, you cannot afford to lose this game. You know, the stakes are so high. We had that for months. Where So every single game is like high intensity, high stakes, uh, like the emotional element of it as well. So... You've gone through that. It's not just a case of, oh, we played 60 games. It's like, well, yeah, but some of those games... How many more games is it realistically, though, compared to when we won the Champions League and missed out in the league by a point? Um, probably not. Well, it, it is more games, but some of those games will have been played by like the, the, the shadow squad. In the, in, in, in the, the earlier rounds and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. So, I'm but, not being a prick here. I'm no, just no, I'm trying but, to understand but also, it. Like, though, like that, that team was like... Uh, three years was it? Four years? When the the the, the season you're talking about? Was how many years ago was that? Three or four? Twenty nineteen. So so those players are like three years younger. Yeah. Three years less mileage on the. Club. We did we did follow that with a nightmare as well, didn't we? I think if I remember. Oh no, we won the league the year after, didn't we? And yeah. That was the COVID year. Yeah. So me my, my point there is that we played loads of games 2019 and then followed it up but we by starting still, the next season on we were fire. Young, I expected team. us to do the same, by the way. Like. I, yeah. I thought we would go on a mad run and win the first 10 games. We all yeah. spoke about that yeah. on the preview pod. Like, I thought we would, like, I'm not being wise after the event. I did not think we would drop off a cliff and not even get top four. I thought we'd finish second and just miss out. Yeah. That's what I thought. I was not expecting this. I thought we would start the season on fire and it would just be a case that we just fell short. That's what I thought. Yeah. So like, I, 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 I just don't know. I mean, I, I, you, you I tipping like us to, to not win the league. I know I took the piss out of you at the time and that, but... You know that was that was just messing around. Uh, it because it was with you. It was never a vote against us. 
No, absolutely It was a not. vote for City. It was like, yeah. It was a vote you know, for Ben great. Johnson. But, <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was a vote for Nandrelon. It wasn't yeah. a vote against No, us. it is. But that's what you're saying is like, yeah, we'll be great, but they'll just be too good. It wasn't, a, you didn't think we were yeah. going to be shit. That's not why no. you was, you know, absolutely. nobody saw this coming, like to the extent <laughs> that, that it's been. I mean, it's it's just like. How demoralising is it though? Oh, like, it's, it's heartbreaking. And you know, the thing for me is, it just makes me really sad. I'm looking at like this team to see this team playing like this, you know, like all what they've given us, how, how great they've been, and to see them like this now. It as I say, I'm not angry at any of these players. You know, like Virgil's been shite this season. You know, by his standards, um, yeah, Fabinho's not been great. Hendo's not been great. Salah, you know, all these players. But I'm not angry with them. It's not like they're doing yeah. it deliberately, and they've given us so much. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll always love these players, and it's just sad to see like them playing like this now. And I don't know, I don't know what how we get out of it. I just think the the team as it was has gone. You know, is it done? Is it finished? That's it's what finished. We, we as have in, to ask that question, don't you know, we? we've is had that like, team that we had finished. Yeah, because we've had five years of of like dominance. Now, okay, that's not led to titles because you know you're up against Lance Armstrong, but compared to everybody else. We've had that's the goal and thing, by yeah, the way. That is, is the goal and thing that we I, don't, I don't even want to. I don't even want to start on that because the sense of injustice is just, you know, it's. I don't even want to go down that road at the moment. There's too much to be thinking about without having that on my plate as well. But um, you know, so we have this team's been dominant for four, five years, whatever it is. We've reached three Champions League finals. We've won a title. We've had like ninety plus points three times. You know, these are like this is uncharted waters. You know, not no no yeah. teams that that we've had have had that many points. So they've been absolutely incredible. That's gone. You know, I'm not saying like that they're washed up and the team can't can't achieve anything. But that level of dominance that we had and and getting ninety plus points, that's gone now. You know, and unless like the team's rebuilt and we get young and hungry again, um, I don't want to start going about eye of the tiger again. But I, I do think that that is. That is a thing. It's like, you know, you yeah. look at Arsenal today and as I say, I don't think they're particularly great and I think we've enabled them. They wanted them. it though, or, didn't they? Or the officials really, really have enabled them to win that game. We'll get onto the officials in a bit. But yeah, yeah that that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, they wanted it. They had that hunger. It's exciting. It's new. They've yes. got, you know, they're on the up and naturally we, we haven't got ago, yeah, I mean, we haven't got that now but that's that's natural you're just not going to be able to to maintain that you know when everything's like new and exciting well it's not we've had like five yeah, years but normally of it now. on the back of five or six years worth of success you've got loads of trophies to show for it and you're almost a bit bored but we're not because we just missed out we're like hang on we want to go again because we want to get what we think we deserve that's where I'm at with it. Like, that's the problem I've got. Is I, I want us to go again. Not because, you know, you get all these cliches about, like, oh, the best teams are hungry and they want to go again. I'm hungry because I don't feel like we've got what we should have got. Well, we haven't, so but, you know... And I, 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 I'm desperate for it. I want a league where I can go in the ale with you. I couldn't last that. I <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I want to go in the ale with you and all the boys and celebrate us winning the league yeah. before the die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking for that, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> It might be another thirty years. I know, and, and not not even because of <laughs> You'll us. You'll definitely not be around by not, then. By I know. The way. not even because be of us. I'm you. not even saying that, <laughs> like a negative about us. But you know, the the deck's just completely stacked. You've got like City reportedly paying Haaland like close to nine hundred grand a week, yeah. of which probably <laughs> a third of that's going through the books. 
Did you see about that? Uh, was it the betting company that they, they set up? Yeah, the one that had? doesn't exist. <laughs> the one yeah, with like 10 followers on Twitter and like no fucking... That's it though, you know, oh, that you're up against that and it's only a matter of time before Newcastle start pulling the same kind of shit as well. So you're going to be having to deal with like fucking two of them. It's not even going to be just one. It's going to be two of them. Yeah, it's going to be impossible. Everyone else trying to play by the rules and them just like doing what they like. Uh, how are you going to compete with that? It's like this This was our time and it feels like the window's maybe closed now on this team and we're yeah. going to have to freshen things up a bit and are we going to get it right with the right signers again? Because we, we did it last time because we... we other than other than probably Cater and you you could argue Ox as well. Other than those two, we pretty much nailed every You're always going to get signings wrong, though, aren't you? That's yeah, just the but, nature of the game. But for like, us to only get a we couple can't wrong, it, but yeah, and get so many right. I mean, we absolutely nailed most of our transfers, and we've got to do that because we haven't got margin for error. We've got to be close to perfect on transfers, and we were. Um, you know, City can afford to just keep spending fifty million on shit fullbacks until they find one who's actually good. Yeah. You know, we can't do that. If we we do that, it's going to cripple us. If if we have like a few fifty million flops, we can't deal with it. You can subscribe to the Liverpool Way podcast on all the major platforms, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, or Podbean. Just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review, and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. There's tons of exclusive content, including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary, and access to the members-only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the Liverpool Way on Twitter and at the Liverpool Way TLW on Instagram and Facebook. Well, I mean, look at this like as much as like Darwin's done well today. Like that, that sign has not worked so far, has it? It's it, in terms of the style and everything. I'm not saying long term he won't score loads of goals and he won't suit us. Just so far, it has not worked, has it? No, and we can't I, afford for it not to work. It, no. need, it literally needs... If we're spending £70 million on one player, he's got to come in and he's got to do the business immediately because of the model that we have. That's the point, isn't it? Yeah, City but, could buy someone and whack him in the reserves or whatever and well, leave him there. And Greenish it doesn't last matter. year didn't, wasn't yeah, a yeah. massive part. £100 million, did. it didn't matter because he won the league. He's for playing us, more like, of a well, part now, but last year he didn't really do that. Exactly. Now. We lose Sadio and we bring somebody in. Yeah. He's got to hit the ground running immediately. We'd like... He might be boss next year and we might be having a different conversation this time next year and that's great, but in the context of us having this conversation now where we are in the league, it's no good, is it? It's, it's got to but happen the, the immediately for not, us. not really like the, the Darwin coming in for Sadio no. thing because it's everything else has fallen apart. And no, but my point if, is we've spent £70 Darwin, million on him, but I know. May, maybe we should realise that, hang on, we need to... I don't know, we need to be looking further back in the pitch because these players are getting older. And I know they don't know that until it happens, but you'd like to think that they would have some kind of awareness before the event and like do something about it before it happens kind of thing. That's where they earn the money, isn't it? But that's Anyone where can back react to, to it. Where, Anyone can react to it. Yeah. Me and you can do it now. We can play champ manager now and buy anyone we want. You've got to see they, it they earn the money, but Exactly, they earn the money by doing it up front. What if there argue. was nothing in the sports science numbers yeah, in the to numbers, let them think yeah. that this was going to happen? You know, we don't yeah, know no, whether no, there no, was no. or not. If there was nothing there to suggest that this was going to happen and, you know, 
the intensity would drop off. Just and, came out the blue. Yeah. Pre-season went well and the game against Man City yeah. and the what, Community Shield, that went well. There may not have been anything just off a cliff. To, to suggest it was going to happen. We don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And maybe. That, that's why. But I mean, I still think it's Darwin could have scored in every game and we'd, we'd still be shit. You know, it, that's not the problem. You know, it's not It's not like... Yeah, if he scored another one today, we'd have drawn for the all. And, yeah. you know, that, we'd have still conceded problem, like three goals, which is like... You know, yeah. six goals in two games. Um, I can't even. A, I think well, let's, let's get on to like the I two, the two penalty a, incidents. On a, as well. on a slightly more positive note, I wanted to speak about Bobby's goal because that finish was unbelievable. Yeah, by the yeah. way, oh, it was like, absolutely. That's the only place he can score there. It's got to be because a, you know a when he took strike. his first when he took his first touch, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake!" Because his first touch went away from the goal onto his, onto left, his left foot, side, yeah. and I thought, "Ah, oh, he's fucked it," and then he just pulled that out like Brilliant. an unbelievable goal. Yeah. And to be fair, like the mad thing about when you, like talking about this team possibly running its course and everything, like the the player I've always looked at for that is Bobby. Like for some bizarre reason, I don't know because maybe he was there at the start, wasn't he? And he's like clocked yeah. like poster boy, isn't he? So I've always looked at like his decline as being a bit some symbolic about the team's decline potentially and why we need to like refresh a bit. But <laughs> as some of them are getting worse, Bobby's actually like doing well Bobby's probably he, in our top three players for the season he's doing so really far. well and he's actually contributing quite a lot when I thought like he was the symbol about when the team's going to be going south but yeah. he's like almost got like his second or third or fourth or ninth win doesn't mm. he like he's doing really well to be fair to him like I wrote him off a long time ago which I shouldn't have done because look at him now he's flying he's banging the goals and I don't think he's brilliant when he come on by the way yeah, that's, he, he didn't no, have he a wasn't. brilliant game but that finish was Absolutely superb, and he's yeah. he's definitely contributing in like the last few weeks, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right. Let's get to the the, the two penalty incidents. Uh, first one. Now, to me, that's a blatant penalty. Even though I'm usually like staunchly against penalties getting given when the ball's blasted out of defender's hand from close I range. I didn't think it was. I'm to normally be totally against it. Now, the reason why. This one for me is a penalty, is because Gabriel is he's doing that thing where he's got his arms by his sides behind his back, and then for some reason he stops doing that and he puts his arm up and he ends up blocking the cross. So that's not a natural position because initially he's got his arms down and then he puts his arm up and the ball comes and hits it. So if he didn't have his arms down initially and he was just moving his arms naturally and his arm just happens to be there and the ball hits it, then I'd be like, no, I don't, I don't like penalties getting given for that. But because initially when he thought the ball was getting played, he, he had his arms down. And then for whatever reason, he's like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm not going to do that now. And he puts his arm up and he blocks it. So for me, penalty. Um, and the if second I'm honest one, on that one, just like I've not watched it back more than at the time. And I just discounted it. So mm. I reserved the right to change my mind. But when I saw the first like replay of it, I was like, no, no. no my, my instinct was just no, based on like the you know the distance and how fast it was and everything. I just thought no. As I but say, the, usually the I'm like that as well. To in a second, and I'm um, sure I'll agree with you on that one. No, I'm I'm like I'm always if you if you're that close and it hits your hand, no, unless your arms in a stupid position, like uh, like the Champions League final. Um, Sissoko handballed it from Sadio's cross well his arm shouldn't be there so that, that was a penalty but if your arm's just there and it gets blasted at you then no but because he had his arm down and then he pulls it up for me it's like no that's a penalty but the the one that they got 
I mean, that is not a penalty in a fucking million years. And it felt like he blew his whistle before he even hit the floor. He couldn't wait to give it. He could he, not wait he, to give it. That whistle went before he even hit the turf. He, he, was, he was adamant he was going to give that. He was just looking for the opportunity. And it, it's just, How fast that, was the VAR check, though? Like, on yeah. things like that, actually, whereby, oh, actually let's be else. biased. Let's be biased for a second now and say that if we watched a different game with different teams... That would be getting replayed thirty times before they made the mind up. Yeah. He literally just went bang like that, and Martin Tyler was like wanking himself off about how yeah. happy he was that that guy came. It was oh, just ridiculous. I, I'm not even going to talk about Martin Tyler because I'll, I'll probably say something I'll regret, so I'm just not even going to mention him. Um, <laughs> but what I wanted to go back to the first goal. Why haven't we seen any lines on on the offside? You know, like, I thought it looked off if I'm so honest. Oh, it, but it's really tight. All the lads really on the group said no, clearly on, and I'm like, I thought it was like, because he had this weird like his heel. situation with his leg, didn't he? Yeah. His leg was like separated, and I thought, no, it, it's like heel. half a yard off it looked to me. I think it's it's Joel's shoulder that you'd go from. Um, yeah. And it looks it, it looks really tight. I, I'm, I don't know if it's on or off. Why have we not seen any lines? They didn't show so your any. your point is that fair enough if it's on, but at least let me see yeah. the lines. Yeah, yeah if, that, if that's, that's on, show me it's on, and then yeah. I'll move on. I'm okay with it. Why are you yeah. not showing lines? I, I didn't understand that. And i seen something on the forum as well. Someone posted a clip from it, Bay in Sports um, with Keys and Gray talking about it. And they were saying, we've not been sent any, any images with the lines on. So... You know, Andy Gray's looking at it, saying it looks like his his heel is offside. He said it might not be, but we've we've not been sent anything. Yeah, why have, why have they it, not sent us it? It was so, on VAR. Well, that's something else that I wanted to get to. <laughs> VAR is Darren England. Now, okay, who is that cunt? Have you ever seen Darren England? Does he referee games, or is he, is he just this fictional fucking character who sits in a room? Has he actually been like an on-pitch referee? Have you ever seen him referee in any of our games or anything? I couldn't pick him out in the lineup. I don't know who so he is. I, I only no, know I him because he's always on VAR. So is is this like, is he like in a wheelchair or something? And it's like it's a diversity thing where it's like okay, you know, we, we, we've got to give we've got to give like a disabled person a job in, in referee. And so you sit in the room. And also, I'm saying is he in a wheelchair? Actually, no. Is he blind? <laughs> That's what, I was thinking more like if he sat there in the wheelchair, it makes no difference to what he's watching. Like, no, but, but that's it's, what I'm it's saying. That's why he's not on the pitch. I'm it's saying a, that's why a, you don't see him on the pitch. It's a surname that worries me more than anything yeah. else, to be honest. Yeah, when so you think about us, he's fucking biased against us, yeah. But yeah. no, does he referee games or does he just sit in the room all the time? Because I can't ever remember seeing him Genuinely on the pitch. Genuinely don't know. No, I don't know. I, it's, he's like most referees. I just couldn't believe how quick he was to like make his mind up because I was like. I need to see that. I, I'm invested in the game as somebody who doesn't want it to be a pen. Okay, yeah, I hold my hands up about that. But my instinct there, look, we're not pricks, are we? Like, we will say, if somebody gives away a daft penalty, we turn around, don't we, in the group, and we yeah. go, it's a clear pen. What's he doing, the prick? Yeah. We almost, like, we don't want to jump on our lad for doing it, but we're honest about it, aren't we? And we go, yeah, mm. he's just stupid there. Why has he done it? I was like, I want to see that again. And... They literally showed one replay again, yeah. and Martin Tyler was like, confirm penalty, it's a penalty. And then yeah. I'm like, no, I want to see another five of that, because I don't think that. How can he know just off one when. Like, how? How? I just you, don't You've got to be looking at that from different angles. Exactly, and yeah. They just didn't. I have seen one angle, to be fair, where I thought, mm, you could argue he's maybe kicked him, you know, as the ball's gone, one of them ones. But for me, it's soft. It's really, really soft. But that took about nine replays on Sky to get to that point. And 
the, the only explanation he could have is that that was the first one he saw, so we just went with it. But usually they like to see it from different angles so they can build up a bit of a picture yeah. and then make an informed decision. That's meant to be the point, isn't it? But and also, it doesn't feel like that's what he did. You, you, you're getting to a point where like VAR doesn't want to overrule referees unless it's like the whole clear and obvious thing. Um, so the, the real I issue is, is how quick Oliver was giving it. There is that, but the real issue for me is the defending on I know that what goal. You're say. If, for three minutes, the ball was it, just it fucking felt like 30 seconds of it. Just get the fucking ball out, like you mean it. Like, did, I lost count of the number of times that I was like, the ball's got to go, so get yeah, rid, we, get rid we of it. panicked. Stop trying to play football in the fucking box when you're under pressure. Just fucking launch the ball out and then get your shape and start again. It goes back a little bit to what you said before about, but that's not how we play. We we almost like want to try and play out and get in the counter-attack. No, it's fucking 2-2. When was the last time we actually had a counter-attack? Just fucking launch the ball out. Like, it felt like we had 12 like chances to get rid of that ball. And we were just like fannying about with it, and it's uh, just fucking shit. But again, talking about like, oh, this is how we play, this is what we do. Well, it isn't anymore. When when was the last time we fucking did anything on a counter attack? Yeah, I, I no, said no. this a couple of um, weeks ago. Those red arrows goals that I always buzzed off. That, that's fucking that's dead. That's not us anymore. We, we that, that, when was the last time was... we did anything even resembling that? That's gone. Yeah, and I don't know if that that's gone Sadio because, because Sadio's gone. Be honest. Was no, like, was that was, was the Sadio, Sadio like the, the yeah. only reason for that? I don't know. He wasn't the only reason, but he was like one of the vital cogs in it. And you take one out and the whole thing falls apart. That's just how it is. That's not to say that we're shit now because Sadio's gone. Because I'll, I'll die on the hill saying that's not the case. Absolutely not the case. I mean, it's well known, isn't it? That, that I, I don't think he's doing that well, is he? With Bayern, he's no, not like not really. pulling any teaser. He's so not done it tired, do you reckon? Yeah, I'm not having it that we're literally just shit now because Sadio's gone. I, do, I don't buy that whatsoever. But there is certain parts of our game whereby Sadio's style of player meant we could do it in a different way. That's that, that's my point about Nunez. And it's not his fault. He's not fucking Sadio Mane. He doesn't play in the same way. He's got a different style about him. But if you take one out and then you replace them with a completely different style of player, then suddenly you've got different ways to come up with solutions and you've got to find that and that might take a little bit of time. I get it. But we've said it all along here, even today. The problem is not Nunez, it's not going forward, it's not Diaz, it's not Jota, it's not Bobby, it's the other way. Like It makes no sense that Sadio goes and then suddenly we can't defend. Can't defend I saw no. Paul Mason in the week saying Liverpool can't press anymore because Sadio Mane is gone. It's the most fucking retarded thing mm. I've ever read in my life. It just makes no sense whatsoever. One player goes out and suddenly the whole team can't press. It's a load of bullshit. It's, it's just lazy. It's just absolutely lazy. Yeah. I'm not having any of it's it. It's just taking the low-hanging fruit, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but we can't press. It's not because Sadio's not here, but it, it is. He's half. Well, none right. of us can press. Yeah. No, but none of them can press. It's not because no, Sadio's no, no. there. I mean, Mercer's half right, which by his standards, that's a win. You know, he, he should be he should be well <laughs> pleased with that. But no, we don't press, and so we don't really press, but we don't sit in and make it difficult either. So we actually do the worst thing, where you get caught in no man's land. Yeah. It's like do one or the other, either drop. Or go. Yeah, like, like I, a little half ass press yeah, and then they play exactly. through. And then. I, I coach like a kids' footy team, and I've got, I play a back three, and there's one lad in particular who plays on the left, and he gets caught out all the time because he doesn't know whether he should go and press or he should drop because the danger's in behind him, and he gets caught right in the middle, and then balls get played behind him. And I'm constantly talking to him and saying, once you've made your decision, 
you're either go and you mean it or you drop and you mean it you don't just stand in the middle in no man's land and as a team we feel like we are in no man's land at the moment yeah. like we don't know what we're meant to be doing are we meant to be a pressing team or are we meant to be a bit more pragmatic on the back foot feels like we're stuck in the middle of the two of them doesn't it yeah but I mean there's an excuse for your team like what are they 10 oh he's, he's, he's 11 the lad like I'm 10, talking about 11. <laughs> we've got like highly paid professionals doing that no it's and then to top it all off you, you lose Trent and Diaz to injuries to just to you know make a bad day even worse With, I, I, I'd like to think Trent is not too bad because he played on afterwards yeah. Sydney and I, I wasn't sure if it was a semi-injury semi-hook to be honest yeah. with you because of the way it went regardless yeah. of whether he can play on or not I thought I Joe did well when he came on by the way as well because Martinelli is quite difficult isn't he yeah. to play against he's a good player he did okay. Well. He's going to be. He wasn't amazing, but he did all right. He's going to be better defensively, which is probably what we need at the moment. It's not even like Trent was giving us loads creatively either today. He wasn't really doing much, and and mm. then getting exposed at the back. So yeah, getting Diaz Gomez was on. a big and miss though. Next he week was a big loss. Next week against City, though, I think I'd be more than happy having Gomez playing right back rather than Trent in that game. I don't even know if I'm going to bother going. Uh, it's, it's my it's my turn. Like, I'm I've, I've, it, like I half my season ticket with my mate, and it, I'm up next week, and I'm like, I don't know. what I, I might have COVID next week. Chris is know. flying over as well. Like he, he's, is he? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where's Hurricane Ian when you need him? Shout out to Chris. He'll be listening to that on this on the on the plane. Uh, but yeah, he's coming. He's coming over for the. I hope there's not a Hurricane like, Ian. Oh by, uh, by the way, Chris, I hope you get over safe and all that, mate. Look at him. Yeah, uh, I don't even want to talk about the City game yet. We've got a, we've got a whole week to stress over that. Like, uh, but yeah, Diaz going off hurt us massively because he was causing them so many problems. I thought Jota did okay on the left. He faded as it went on, but initially I thought he was he was doing all right. He was still giving us something. But I'm officially concerned about him. If I'm totally honest, Jota. I, don't know. I am. I, I, I think like when when he first came in, he was banging the goals in left, right, and centre. I yeah. said to me, our fella, like I don't want to be wise after the event, but I said that he just stunk of a player who had a bit of a purple patch. I did not think he was consistently going to be at that level. That's just how I felt about him. I, th- I thought he's. I don't know. He's not. He's not going to keep up that kind of ratio of, of goals that he's got. And, I don't know, it's dropped off, hasn't it, massively? I think, I think he's been better the last few games. Oh, he, he did drop off massively, but I thought he's looked... In terms of goals, quite, though, like, quite he's sharp. Just, yeah, he's not just, scored, doesn't but, feel a threat to me. But he I just feel doesn't like feel a threat. His, his performances have, have been better, and he showed some, some moments today, but yet yeah, not playing Nunez in was just... Ugh, I mean... Most I, I don't obvious even, pass, though. I don't even know that happens. Pass. You know, like, even, even like at our level when we played, that wouldn't happen. So like these players are like so good. I'm saying our level, like I'm on the same level as you. Were, by the way, <laughs> I was going to say. I know. I can, I can. I can sense like you thinking, kiki bastard. <laughs> I could just sense that, That's why I, I had to say something there. But now, like when we played, if if I hadn't spotted that pass and played that pass. I'd have been disgusted with or myself. Or at least tried and it. And if it expect- didn't come off, then, yeah. you know, it's an execution thing. Well, no, if I, if I try, try it, it. if I try it, it's coming off. I mean, you haven't got John here to technique back you was off, never so my you problem. Back you up, you can fuck off. No, but like, the, <laughs> how someone of his level, and it's not even just that he didn't play that pass. I know we're labouring the point here going on about this, but it, it genuinely just blew me mind that he didn't no, do it. No, it deserves it. It deserves It's not even that he didn't play the pass to Darwin. It's that instead of playing that, he somehow thought, 
I know. I'll just play this like raking ball across the pitch at me left foot while I'm on the run and and, and try to pick out Mo on the far side. It's like, oh my god. I just don't even know how that happens. I just don't know what would go through his head to make him just not play the, the the simple ball in front of him and try to play a pass that he can't even fucking see. Just uh, just bewildering. It was absolutely bewildering. Yeah. Did so, you yeah. see Darwin's reaction to it as well? Yeah. He was fuming. Yeah. And it wasn't the first time, because there's a few times when he's made runs and, and players, yeah. not just Jota, but people haven't that, picked that him up. That might be... That might be the fact that the style's different and they're not used to that kind of run and as time gets on he's, it's going to get better you know you, you, open you your can give eyes no no that one mate I mean I'm, I'm, mate I can't, I can't yeah. make any excuse for that but generally speaking I think there might be times where he doesn't get played in when he should because the type of run that he's making is different to what we've had in the past isn't it and that, mm. that's a fair point isn't it to say that his style of playing is different, so it's going to take a little bit of time and maybe in a year's time he's going to be banging goals in through those little passes in the channels that could be the case, but yeah. again, I don't. I'm labouring the point, but the, he's not the problem. Going forward's not even the problem. It felt like last year, whenever I mean these, these podcasts were boss last year, weren't they? Because we yeah. never fucking lost the game, and whenever we moaned, it was more about the fact we couldn't break someone down, and it was a case of if the front three play well, we win. Yeah, we don't feel. I don't think that anymore. I'm thinking if the back four play shit, we're going to lose. That mm. that's it. Just flipped on its head, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean we've we've scored two away from home at Arsenal. We scored three at home to Brighton. That should got, be enough to get your six one points. Point. We got one point from it because we just can't defend, and and that's like so worrying. Like it's you know sometimes like when we were conceding goals a few years ago, it felt like teams just had one chance and it went in, and you're like, for fuck's sake, it, this is like it, it's almost not fair. It's like they'll create one chance in a game and it goes in. That's not the case anymore. Like you know, it's like loads of chances. Teams are just creating plenty but- against us. It yeah. feels like we're just like living on our nerves all the time. Do you know what? You make a really good point there because I, I've I've kind of laboured it a bit to say about how it feels like four or five years ago, and it did feel like it only took one or two chances. And I was thinking, you know, we had just someone better the than Lovren, and we everyone, had someone better than Mignolet. Yeah, Mignolet and Lovren, and if we had just better personnel. But it, it, it's a volume thing now, isn't it? It's like yeah. every time a team crosses the halfway line, you, you get a bit worried. It's like Roy Evans' time, innit? Remember whenever there was a corner or a cross came into the box and you thought, ah, oh, shit, we're going to concede a goal yeah. here. It's a bit like that, innit? And like, I mean, the only... How can we be thinking that with the players we have on our I team, though? It makes no sense. That's why I'm scrambled. We've not been... We still defend set pieces pretty well. That's one thing that we are doing quite well, I think. But, you know... This is what brings it home to me about how far we've fallen. Is that not that long ago, whenever the other team got a corner, I was sitting there rubbing my hands together, going, "We've got more chance of scoring from this than you have." Yeah. And I honestly think if if like if you'd checked like the stats for a couple of seasons, we probably scored more from opposition corners than we conceded. Because we just, as soon as it got headed out, if the second ball had come in, and if we picked up that second ball when it was nodded back into the box, game over, we were gone. That doesn't happen anymore. Now, that might be because teams are defending it slightly differently, but I don't think it is. I don't think it's that at all. I think it's just us. We just haven't got that zip about us anymore, that dynamism where like it's like everyone just goes. We haven't got that anymore. You know, is and, it and the hunger? Is it like what you said before with Arsenal today? Like everything's fresh and it's new, yeah. and it's like, ah, oh, look what we could do here. And we've already written the stories, kind of thing, on it. So, 
how much hunger have we got to there's, do there's it no again? Way for us when to when we feel like we're possibly not even gonna, we're not even. I know, feel it's like not possible it's that, to do it again. I, I, I do think that that's a big part of it, but we don't but know. We, it's it's one yeah. of those things that you just can't like. You can never say with any certainty what it is. We can all speculate and say it's this, it's that, but none of us know. And yeah, Klopp probably doesn't know half of it either. I mean, he's got more of he an idea than we have. He does seem a bit scrambled, though, doesn't yeah, he, as well? He, he feels like a bit like us. Mm-hmm. I remember saying to you when we had that um, game of golf the other week, it was only after a couple of games, I'm bringing up the golf for a reason. Because you won't. We'll like, <laughs> let me just acknowledge yeah, that. Like, ahead, you won fair it. and square, you played well. Uh, I don't think it's being mentioned on the pod. Like we did say we were playing, but yeah, you, you won it fair and square. So Thank just you. for the listeners, just to let them know, I'm not making any excuses. I don't want to dwell on it, like, but you know, we can do another minute or two if you Beat want. Beat me to. on my own patch as well. Of yeah, course, you've never played one. before. Yeah, there's a few. <laughs> yeah. No, but I remember saying to you, all jokes aside, as we were driving down, it might have been on the way or on the way back. Um, something didn't feel right, and it was only a game or two in money, and I was like. My concern was, and I think this is a load of bollocks, by the way, because I've read a couple of things since then which made me think a little bit differently, but I remember Klopp's, like, seventh season or something with Dortmund where yeah. they had a boss team. They had, like, Aubameyang and they had, like, Mkhitaryan and all these players, and they just fell off a cliff and nobody could, like, explain why it happened. Mm-hmm. And, like, I always thought, is it to do with, like, once you get past a certain point, those same messages about intensity, they just don't work anymore, you know, with the same group of players, unless you do, like, a mass rebuild. And I know Dortmund used to sell players, like, every season, didn't they? So, like, they always had, like, fresh players coming in. But I, I just read something from Klopp about that time, and he said that after a certain amount of time, the messages you give them, it stops being effective. I know he addressed he it because he got asked the question. The second half of he the said they finished 7th or 8th. They were like bottom of the league, weren't they? After about 10 games well. or something stupid. And he came back a little bit yeah. well, and the, but he made his decision halfway through the season to go, didn't he? Mm. I don't know. I don't I, I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud about what... Because we don't know the reasons. It has so we, to be a little bit of a concern. It's got to be in the back of your mind. That, it's there. It's yeah. there. I'm not going to lie to you. It's there. I don't think it's that, but I couldn't rule it out. I couldn't say for definite. Definitely yeah. has to be in the back of your mind that, you know, is that the case? Are they not responding to the, the messages anymore? And you look at all kinds of things as well. It only like, has to be 1% as well, though, doesn't it, Dave? It's yeah, not it's like. fractions, I know. Yeah, tiny then, little things. And the then that leads level, to other it? things. You know, you're yes. off a little bit, and then you get bad results, and different things start to go wrong. Things and then suddenly you're not, you're not, not, off, you're not 1% off anymore. Suddenly you're 10% yeah. off because it all yeah. snowballs. Spirals. Think, yeah, yeah that, that's what's happened to us, I think. Because. I mean, we're not really any better now than we were at, at the Fulham game. You know, it's not improved. No. It just, it hasn't. It's like no, the, same the same problems it's are like, still there. It's probably not worse. It's probably just exactly the same. Yeah. If anything, I've got, the, the, the hope I've got is we might do something in Europe because it's such a small number of games and you've got the Anfield factor, you've mm. got the midweek games. I don't know, there's our relationship with the European Cup, there's loads of different other things that come into it. And you also can have a shit the, season in the league and still win the European Cup. That we've yeah. proven that before yeah. in the past. But with, you'd also with like much to think worse teams. Second half of the season, we, you know, maybe After we've the turned World it Cup, round. Come strong. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you get through the group. I'm clinging to that now. Yeah, like, well, that's all we've gone. got. That's like, all we've got. We win the European Cup, because like. obviously we want to get top four because we want to be in the Champions League again. But I'm not setting that as some kind of target and feeling like it's an achievement. In, in a, in a man way, excited by the way. About it. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I don't know. This might be a load of bollocks, but right now it feels like we've got more chance of getting back into the Champions League next year by winning it mm. than getting in the top four. 
That's how I feel. Like it's ridiculous. The, the problem to is, you may have that. to go through Man City to win it, and is that likely yeah. to happen? Because yeah, I'm looking around Europe and I don't see. Game. I don't see any teams in, in Europe who are, are going to be capable of beating them. them. So yeah, they can't live with them, can they? No, no, it's just uh, it's just depressing times at the moment. <sighs> What's the next game? Rangers away. Rangers away. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. That's a game where... It's, what a bunch of cunts they are, by the way. Sorry, I was at the game <laughs> in the week and on the drive back because uh, um, I like live up in the northeast now, don't I? So I have to drive in the same general direction and I stopped off at the services on the way back and there was a load of Rangers fans in the services. Yes, I don't have anything positive to say no, about them. Let's, no. just, let's just leave it there. Fucking flag-shagging cunts. Yeah, I said my piece the other night. I'm not, I'm not going to add to it. But like the the game in midweek, the the home game against Rangers, I felt like that was quite significant. I wanted to see a performance, wanted to see us win and and look look good. This game midweek, I don't give a shit. I just want the win. I don't. Re- I'm not even asked how we look because it doesn't matter. Like we could go there and look really good. What's means that going to mean for it, it? Yeah, it means nothing for the, the. It doesn't mean like okay, we're. Because we're looking for these signs of improvement, and like you just can't read anything into that. It's like just go get the win. I'm not really asked like if we look good or not. Just win the game, because it's not going to tell us anything. It's not going to say oh, we're on the right about track. It, to be totally honest with you, I'm not like I know that's the next game. I'm thinking about the city game. If I'm honest, like I don't want to think I, about the city. No, because I'm scared. No, I'm scared. I, I, I don't want to. I'm having nightmares thinking about it. That's the thing. It's like impending doom. I can't get it out my head. That's is the better way of describing it. I'm not like consciously thinking about it because if I could do anything, I'd do the opposite. It's just impending doom. Like I, yeah, I don't want to be there and witness it. I do not want to witness it. Because I feel it's like we're be definitely going to get beat, and that's not really my concern. <laughs> my concern it's how is like severe it, it might could be, be bad. Just yeah. because that you look at like um, Brighton and today. And what those teams have been able to do against us, the chances they've been able to create. Because and, we don't get enough like, pressure on the ball. Yeah, and if, but, you're, but if you're letting Kevin De Bruyne just pick passes down the channel, that's channels what I'm saying. They're fifty percent of what they're fifty percent of what City are going to have, and that fifty yeah. percent has created a shitload of chances against us. So if if City are at it, what what could they do? You know, it doesn't even bear thinking about, you know. It's the margins again. If you think about the game last season against them at home, like, they played really well at Anfield last yeah, year. Like, really, really fucking well. And the game, like, we scored a brilliant goal, didn't we? It was Mo's goal, won it, last season, if you remember that amazing yeah. goal. That was last yeah. season. Like, it feels like a lifetime ago when you watch <laughs> it now. I know. We like scored a couple of good goals that game, and they, but it did feel like I came away from that game thinking they're fucking really good. And I know, you know, yeah, no they, shit, they felt like so they're over their Anfield. Who do? Yeah, you yeah, know, totally. They put that behind them, and that that's and what now they're turning up, and they're in even a better place, and we are just completely nowhere near it. And football's mad, though, isn't it? Football's mad, and if, yeah. if anything, like the one thing I've learned with us under Kloppo it's how much he loves being the underdog and yeah you, yeah well and you that, wouldn't be you wouldn't be amazed would you if we pulled something out you wouldn't be it's 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 not beyond like the realms of possibility but it's natural to be concerned isn't it of course it is when you take everything into account you look at the context you're going to be worried aren't you but that's why we love football because there's always the possibility that we could pull something out but that underdog thing that like you just said there i feel like today we should have gone there with that mentality 
Yeah, but we didn't. We turned up dick swinging. That's my problem about that's it. That's my problem with it. You know, I feel like we need to get back to that. You know, just yeah, that, the whole like, world's against us. Yeah. Seeds mentality. Everyone thinks we're shit. You know, you're not famous anymore. All this kind of stuff. Turn up like that. Yeah. Don't turn up with no. We're Liverpool and we just do what we want because let's be honest, we we haven't had the right to do that no. at the moment. So let's go the other way and like be the underdogs. Let's see Kloppo when he was managing Mainz. That kind of like mentality that he had, you know, in the Bundesliga against all the big like hitters. That's what we need to be turning up with every week, don't we? At the minute, yeah. Dortmund against Bayern Munich mentality. That that's what yeah. we're gonna need. Yeah, God, everything's just shit, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, be Christmas soon, mate. Don't worry. Yeah, I can't wait for that World Cup break. You know, I was dreading it. You know, I, I was so pissed off. I was dreading it, but now the, I've been fuming about like, to win the World Cup, and now I'm like up the World Cup. It's not even yeah, that I want to watch the World Cup. I, I want to just avoid footy. I want to just have like what six weeks away from it. Get back to slagging that, England that after a like few weeks. Six weeks away from it sounds like fucking bliss right now. Yeah, because it's just it's so like it's so depressing at the moment. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Oh, well, anyway, I, think we, I think we're done now. We've we? covered that. I don't even yeah. want to talk anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we'll be back after Rangers uh, and then previewing the City game. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Okay, uh, if anyone has actually listened, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't if it was me. But, yeah, if anyone's listened, <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> and, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll catch you soon. <laughs>